Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey there, from CNN, I'm Paola Ortiz with five things you need to know for Saturday, February 10th. An Israeli ground operation in Rafah is raising greater concerns. The Norwegian Refugee Council warning it could make Rafah a zone of bloodshed, but Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu remaining firm, saying the military operation that threatens to endanger displaced civilians currently taking shelter in the area must be completed by Ramadan. CNN's Nada Bashir has more. Well, Paula, we're talking about some 1.3 million people, including an estimated 600,000 children now concentrated in this southern border city, many of them sheltering in sprawling camps with little in the way of humanitarian aid. UN's humanitarian chief warning that there is simply nowhere left safe in Gaza for civilians to turn. Rafah has come under Israeli airstrikes for weeks, but Israel says it now plans to move its ground troops towards the city. But the Palestinian Authority's presidential office has said in a statement that it believes Israel is seeking to permanently displace Palestinians from their land. Hamas has urged the UN Security Council to immediately convene. The US State Department, meanwhile, has said it could not support an Israeli military operation in Rafah without serious planning for civilians in the city. And more devastating news out of Gaza. A five-year-old Palestinian girl who was trapped in a car with her dead relatives after it came under Israeli fire in Gaza last month has been found dead. On January 29, five-year-old Hindrayab had been traveling in a car with her uncle, his wife, and their four children when they came under Israeli fire, according to the Palestinian Red Crescent Society. Hind's cousin, 15-year-old Layan Hamadeh, made a desperate call for help to emergency services that was recorded by the PRCS and shared on social media. Audio of gunshots heard during the call revealed that Hamadeh was killed while making the call. Soon after CNN gave the Israeli military details about the incident, including coordinates provided by the Palestinian Red Crescent Society. In response, the Israel Defense Forces said it was, quote, unfamiliar with the incident described. When contacted again by CNN, the IDF said they were, quote, still looking into it. After a heated response from President Joe Biden over concerns about his memory, the White House is trying to cope with the fallout. After dealing with issues about multiple classified documents across administrations, Biden is expected to appoint a, quote, senior government leader to lead a task force to make recommendations to improve the document retention process during a presidential transition, so that it hopefully doesn't happen again. While the release of the special counsel report on Thursday absolved Biden of criminal wrongdoing, it definitely hit the president's political standing with voters, who already have concerns about his age, mental capabilities, and his abilities to fulfill the duties of his office. Now, speaking of the president, yesterday Biden pushed Congress to release more aid for Ukraine as Russia continues its offensive on the ground. During remarks with Germany's chancellor, Biden said it would be, quote, close to criminal neglect for the House and Senate to not approve more aid for Ukraine. And as things play out in the U.S. political sphere to get Ukraine the help it needs to continue to face off Russia, on the ground, things are getting rough. CNN's Fred Plaikin fills us in. Hey, Paula, still a difficult situation for the Ukrainians on the battlefield. The Russians are pressing in various places. The Ukrainians' biggest problems is they don't have enough ammo and they also don't have enough soldiers on the ground either. Now, to try and turn things around, what the Ukrainian president Volodymyr Zelensky has done is he's dismissed his top general, Valery Zaluzhny. He's now put in place the commander of the land forces, and the Ukrainians say they also want to change their strategy. They say they want to rely more on unmanned systems 
system, so things like drones to try and level the playing field, level the battlefield. Of course, the big issue that they face is that the Russians have overwhelming firepower. Up next, the year of the dragon is here. And as folks prepare to receive the year of the dragon, travel is taking off in China. As folks venture back to visit loved ones and take part in festivities, probably for the first time since the COVID-19 pandemic hit. Authorities forecast that China's population of 1.4 billion people would take a record 9 billion trips during the 40-day holiday travel period that started last month. That's all for now, but be sure to tune in at 3 p.m. Eastern to get more news.